Section 22 of The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1, Mammals, by Charles Louis Cornish, Editor. The Foxes. Foxes form a very well-marked group. They have very pointed muzzles, strong, though slightly built bodies, very fine, thick fur, often beautifully coloured and very valuable, bushy tails, pricked-up ears, and eyes with pupils which contract by day into a mere slit. They are quite distinct from dogs, although wolves are not, and will not interbreed, though stories are told to the contrary. The smell of a fox is disgusting to a dog, and quite sufficient to distinguish it. If the present writer takes a simpler view of the kinds and species of foxes than that adopted by many naturalists, he must plead to a study of the subject on slightly different lines than those usually followed. The skins of all foxes are valuable, some more than others, but they are sent in hundreds of thousands and from all parts of the northern hemisphere to London to the great fur sales. There these differences can be studied as they can be studied nowhere else. As the habits and structure of foxes are much alike, allowing for differences of climate and the discrepancies in size, not more than can be accounted for by abundance or scarcity of food, it seems pretty certain that these animals are some of the few, almost alone among mammals, showing almost every variety of colouring from black to white, from splendid chameleon red to salmon pink, and many exquisite shades of brown, grey and silver. At the Hudson Bay Company's sales, you may see them all, and trace the differences and gradations over whole continents. The most important are those of North America. There, the red Canadian fox, of a ruddier hue than brown, shades off into the yellow and grey cross fox of farther north. But of these there are many varieties. Then farther north still comes an area where red foxes, cross foxes and black foxes are found. The black fox when the fur is slightly sprinkled with white, is the famous silver fox. This and the black fox are also found in North Siberia and Manchuria. Farthest north, we find the little stunted Arctic foxes. In the Caucasus and Central Asia, large yellowish-red foxes live, and in Japan and China, a very bright red variety. A small grey fox lives in Virginia and is hunted with hounds descended from packs taken out before the American Revolution. India has its small desert foxes, the little foxes that eat the grapes, and the Bengal fox. The value of the foxes as fur-bearing animals is immense. Only white, blue and black skins seem to be appreciated in England. The black fox has been known to fetch 150 guineas a skin. But in the east, from Asia Minor to China, red, grey and yellow fox skins are the lining of every rich man's winter wraps. Splendid mixed robes are made by the Chinese by inserting portions of cross foxskins into coats of cut sable, giving the idea that it is the fur of a new animal. The common fox, the foundation or type of all the above, is the best known carnivorous animal in this country. Abroad, its habits do not greatly differ, except that, not being hunted much with hounds, it is less completely nocturnal. It drops its young in an earth early in April. Thither the vixen carries food till late in June, when the cubs come out and often move to a wood or a cornfield. 
There they are still fed, but learn to do a little on their own account by catching mice and moles. By late September, the hounds come cub-hunting, partly to kill off superfluous foxes, partly to educate the young hounds, and to teach the foxes to fear them, and to make them leave cover easily. Four or five cubs in a litter are commonly seen. The distance which a fox will run is extraordinary. The following is a true account of one of the most remarkable runs ever known. The hounds were those of Mr. Tom Smith, master of the Hambledon Hunt. He was the man of whom another famous sportsman said that if he were a fox, he should prefer to be hunted by a pack of hounds rather than by Tom Smith with a stick in his hand. The fox was found in a cover called Mark Wells at one o'clock in the afternoon in December near Petersfield. It crossed into Sussex and ran into an earth in Grafham Hill a little before dark. The fox had gone twenty-seven miles. The hounds had forty miles to go back to kennel that night, and three only found their way home four days afterwards. Dog foxes assemble in considerable numbers when a vixen is about in spring, and at all times common foxes are sociable creatures, though not actually living in societies. Sometimes as many as five or six are found in a single earth. Two years ago, five foxes and a badger were found in one near Romford. They eat mice, beetles, rats, birds, game, poultry, and frogs. Their favorite food is rabbits. If there are plenty of these, they will not touch other game. They hunt along the railway lines for dead birds killed by the telegraph wires. In the new forest, they also go down to the shore and pick up dead fish. One in the writer's possession was shot when carrying away a lamb from a sheepfold near the cliffs of Sidmouth in Devon. The shepherd thought it was a marauding dog and lay in wait with a gun. The Arctic Fox The Arctic Fox is somewhat different in habits from others. It is also much smaller than the red foxes. Its fur is almost as soft as eiderdown and so thick that the cold does not penetrate. In winter the whole coat changes color, not gradually but in patches. At the same time, a dense growth of underfur comes up on the body. In summer, this is shed in patches, almost like loose felt. The foxes live in colonies, but are so hard put to it for food in the winter that they desert their homes to gather round whaling ships or encampments. There they steal everything edible, from snowshoe thongs to seal flesh. Blue foxes are bred and kept for the sake of their fur on some of the islands in Bering Sea. They are fed on the flesh of the seals killed on the neighboring islands and are, like them, killed when their coat is in condition. The Fenex Africa has a group of small foxes of its own. They have very large ears and dark eyes. Some of them remind us of the Maholis and other large-eyed lemuroids. Several are not more than nine or ten inches long. They are a whitish khaki color, but the eyes are very dark and brilliant. The common fennec is found over the whole of Africa. Its favorite food is dates and any sweet fruit, but it is also fond of eggs and will eat mice and insects. It is probably the original hero of the story of the fox and the grapes. The large-eared fennec, which is sometimes called the silver fox, is found from the Cape to as far north as Abyssinia. It is 23 inches long and lives mainly on insects and fruit. End of section 22